your ears music showcasing under the radar music yes everybody welcome back to the show and tonight we've got modern love in the house and modern love or an Irish alt rock quartet from Drohida, I believe it's uh, it's pronounced. <laughs> but the guys will correct me in a minute. And they are causing a stir on both sides of the Atlantic. So tonight we've got Kian and we've got Barry. How are you doing, guys? All good. All good. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Well, well, thank you for coming on. I know you've uh, I know you've been very busy today uh, on the promo trail. So. It's uh, it's good to be speaking to you. So um, let's take it back to the start then. Can you tell us what was the first physical record or CD that you guys ever bought? Kian, I'll come to you first. I think the first CD I bought with my own money might have been the self-titled Blink-182 album, I think. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice choice. That was, I think that was my own. Um, how about you, Barry? Mine's not as cool. I think yeah. mine was genuinely, I think it was genuinely like a McFly record. I think it was called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've got Blink-182 versus McFly. Oh, humble beginnings for me. Equally yeah. influenced by both bands, as I'm sure you can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and we're talking about your stuff then. We're going to play your latest single now. And I want you guys just to tell me a little bit about writing it, and then it's over to you guys to introduce it as well. Uh, yeah, so Only Ever Only You kind of came about. It was informed by just how much we were amazed by like doing our first ever um, like headline tour last year in the UK, and uh, especially after being in lockdown for so long. And we just we just wanted to to write something that we could just like you know some like indie banger that we could smash through live and just all sing together. And uh, yeah, just something really immediate like that. Um, and yeah, we took inspiration from like a lot of our earlier sort of music idols, like a lot of emo, pop punk, rock sort of acts like Taking Back Sunday, Blink, My Chemical Romance. And uh, yeah, I just wanted something that we could just smash out in a live set. It's really got that euphoric feel about it. And uh, just touching on your, your previous headline tour, because I know I know it was like a really successful tour, sold out a couple of months in advance. And like you say there, coming off the back of, you say for everybody previously locked down and like, that creative process of getting these new songs out, what was it like just seeing the whites of the eyes again up close after all that time? It was really surreal because before lockdown we had never done shows on the scale that we're doing now that we had done on that tour like we were we were a completely different band before lockdown um so it was it was quite strange because we thought that we were still very much in the headspace that we were in like pre-covid and then to do the tour and be like oh there's, there's people here that's crazy we we weren't like ready for that or it still hasn't set in with us that we we're kind of like a real band now we definitely weren't before so yeah it's been it's been very surreal i, th I think release music over music over covid and not being able to like see any like tangible evidence that people are out there like listening to it and enjoying it and investing in it to go from that to just like putting tour dates out there and them selling out and 
yeah, playing in front of all of these all of these people that really really get it and and really relate to us it was amazing. I love that though because it's almost like what you're saying there is you use that experience positively, hone the skills, and now it's just reaping rewards when these uh, when these gigs kick off. Yeah, about time. <laughs> Took us long enough. Yeah, just about got there in the end. Absolutely. Well, guys, let's hear the tune now, and it's over to you to introduce it. This is our new single, Only Ever Only You. talking about gigs talking about tours and i touched on it at the top of the show so 
You've got a UK tour coming up, which I will reel off the cities very quickly. So you're going to be stopping in Cambridge, Southampton, Liverpool, Edinburgh, Oxford, Nottingham, Cardiff, and lastly, London. Can I just ask why uh, Why no Manchester in there? There's, there's got to be a Manchester show at some point, right? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that was left up to our, our label. We, we played Manchester in November and it was it was great. It was one of the, the best gigs that we've ever played. I, th- I think the... The label wants us to just like hit some of the cities that we missed the first time around, uh, like Liverpool and, and Cardiff and stuff like that. But we'd love to go back to Manchester. Well, you it's need great. to come. You need to come back later in the year, definitely. And Absolutely. then, so guys can hit up for the last couple of tickets because I know I know there's a couple of sold out dates on there. But guys can hit you up on your socials to get those links for tickets. It's uh, Modern Love underscore Band, uh, like. Just on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, there'll be links in our social media to to anywhere you can get the tickets. Good stuff. And talk to me about the US of A. So what's happening there? Yeah, I think it was just the start of the year and our label came to us and or our managers told us that um, we were like amazed that we we got a slot at South by Southwest in Austin, which was amazing. That alone like blew our minds. We couldn't wait for that. And then we were offered like, why not? like all the trouble to get over to the States, why not like make the most of it and, and do a whole tour? And so, yeah, we're starting in Philly and New York and having like just a big road trip for the whole month and ending wow. in a, LA and San Francisco. So yeah, and Philly, New York, Chicago and LA have somehow sold out as well. Yes, uh, yeah, I saw, saw this on Twitter and it blew my mind. I mean, like massive congratulations, guys. And um, I mean... That is just like that's a life affirming tour right there, and it's to to get out to the states and be able to do that and sell those kind of cities out as well. Yeah, I, I didn't think we'd be we'd be able to do it this early on in our in our careers. It kind of just like yeah came up as a nice little surprise. Yeah, we definitely weren't expecting anything like that to happen this year so soon after our first tour. It's been blowing our minds. I can believe so. Well, um, which uh, which of the US is a looking forward to playing most I think New York me and yeah. Barry in particular have been dying to get there for so long it's uh, it's been a big dream of ours like New York Chicago um, we're really interested to see Austin and Nashville and stuff like that as well Barry and Graham want to buy some cowboy boots and stuff <laughs> <laughs> Gotta come nice. back, yeah, boys. Yeah, <laughs> I can see you guys. I can see you shooting a new music video over there as well. <laughs> you need to learn how to ride some horses or something. Yeah, really into it. <laughs> and uh, let's bring it back a little closer to home then, and let's just talk about the Irish music scene right now because you've got people who've been flying a flag for the last couple of years. Uh, Fountains DC. Um, you've got Inhaler, and then you've got so like you guys now. Uh, what we just mentioned there in terms of you taking it to America and there's some uh, there's some up and coming unsigned um, acts as well that uh, have caught my attention recently the Baines Red Eye Pariah what is it would you say that's uh, that's causing such a stir at the minute in Ireland because the music scene is on fire I think there was such a long period well, for us we felt in, in the Irish music scene that everything was very stale and that there, there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of opportunity for kind of more alternative bands to kind of break out. Everything was quite sanitized and clean. And I think there's just been, um, just been a whole new wave of people that have just decided to make 
really, really good music, kind of anti what's been happening in Ireland in the last couple of years. Uh, there's so many great unsigned acts around Dublin and around the whole country that just deserve so much more praise. And I think hopefully as the scene grows, it'll get bigger and bigger. Yeah. I think in, in Ireland, there's not many places to go to other than Dublin because the, the country's so small. And so, yeah. yeah, everyone sort of like, like even, even ourselves, it was a, you know, a UK based label uh, that, that heard us that were interested. It's been like the UK where we're selling out venues and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I, I think, I think with like the new wave of, of Irish acts, like all of the alternative stuff and like hip hop coming out of Ireland, I think we'll, we'll get there. Nice. And yeah, it's only going to sort of encourage more venues to be, to be plucking these unsigned guys as well. Like you say, a lot of the, you know, a lot of what's happening goes into Dublin and then obviously like further north in, in mm-hmm. Belfast as well. It's a, it's really lively scene, but hopefully it starts then getting into, you know, the countries and uh, into the suburbs. Yeah. I think, uh, after, I think after COVID people have such an appetite for live music now that like I'm seeing like way more people interested in, in going to gigs around, like listening to like new alternative music that they probably wouldn't have before, before COVID. And uh, we're going to go to our member question now as well. And uh, this has come from Paula and she, she's Irish. She, uh, she's the queen of Belfast city and <laughs> she wants to, uh, she wants to know. So one of your tracks is called two missed calls. If you could have a two minute phone call, with anyone, who would it be? You That's think a good question. I, I don't know. Can they is it like dead or alive? Dead or alive? Go for it. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Barry, what do you think? Uh, like, I mean, a good one is always Jesus. Yeah, that there is, we go. I was gonna say that. <laughs> I was gonna say. I actually was gonna say Jesus. Yeah, whatever. Like, I mean, like who else? Like, just it would answer so many questions for so many. Yeah. People. Sure. Firstly, if he answered, you'd be like, oh, okay, well, that's something is, they were talking some truth there about him. He, so that he, we just know yeah. everything. He's, he's the only dead guy that could, you know, potentially, in theory, you know, pick up a phone call. But uh, yeah, just ask him, like, what was all that about? What the. <laughs> and you've got two minutes to reply. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't think we can get any higher than that, can we? So, two minute phone call with Jesus. <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to talk to you now about um, dinner parties as well. And if you guys were having a dinner party, and this is sort of like touching on the last question as well, if you could bring a guest each to a band dinner party, dead or alive, someone's doing the cooking. I don't know who's the best cook in the band, or if you're going to get the caterers in, but he's a <laughs> lavish three-course meal on the go. Probably going to have to get the caterers then. Well, unless you're having a microwave meal, but you've got yeah. two guests and you can choose one each. Go on, Barry. I'm letting you choose first. Um, I don't know. We've, we've been talking about, um, about Bombay bicycle club on a bunch of, on a bunch of calls and interviews recently. And, uh, I know from their Instagram that they're all very like, they're avid cooks. They're really into oh. the food. Ooh. Yeah, they're like one of my, if not my favorite band ever, and they cook good food. So, so think, you're inviting a Bombay bicycle club yeah. to come and cook. <laughs> <laughs> nice, I like it. I like the style. I like your thinking, Barry. Okay, then, Kian. So we've got Bombay bicycle club in one corner. Who's at the other end of the table? Uh, I'm gonna say Prince. 
Ooh, now that is that's an eclectic mix. Yeah. Yes. That would be a crazy conversation. I don't know what (laughs) we would all talk about, but I think we'd all just listen to Prince for a while. (laughs) I'm sure he'd love that, yeah. (laughs) And um, so we're talking about before um, and how COVID almost influenced you and and what you were doing behind the scenes and now you're reaping the rewards. If you could have any advice for any unsigned musicians or anybody attempting to pick an instrument or a microphone up for the first time, what would it be? I say the same thing every time because it was the bane of my existence for like three or four years in this band. Uh, Buy tuner pedals. Oh my God. (laughs) Barry and Graham, for the first four years we were in a band, their guitars just were never in tune and it drove me insane. So anyone buying any guitar, also buy a tuner pedal and you will sound way better. That's the only thing for me. <laughs> I, think, I think we did have tuner pedals and we still weren't in tune for some reason. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd, say, I'd, I'd say just like be like really, really patient with it, especially if, if, if you're a band or an artist who is in it for like the long haul and wants to make it their, their whole life. Like it just, it takes, it's a slow crawl and it takes a really, really long time. Even, even now that things are, you know, looking up for us and, and these like amazing things are starting to happen. It's still, you know, still a long way off. There's still so much work to do all the time. And yeah, there's, there's no overnight success really. Um, yeah. We, we started this band like eight years ago and it's like literally the last year is the first time we've had any like, you know, actual tangible success yeah i think i think you make your own look you do need to get lucky eventually but if you're not if you're not there for long enough still doing it yeah you won't get like the opportunities uh you know i think that's wise i think they're the wise words and we get a lot of because we support a lot of unsigned artists and there's so much talent out there and you're right i mean like patience is key and uh well of course staying in tune Staying in tune. Well, yeah. those two tune. things go hand in hand. If, <laughs> yeah. if, if you're in a lucky situation and you're out of tune, you're not going to get signed. You know what I mean? Well, exactly. So, yes, exactly. Keen they work to together. Keen had to be very patient with us when the guitars were out of tune as well. So Yeah. Both. <laughs> so, nice. so, guys, uh, have you got any upcoming releases then this year? Anything physical, any records or anything like that? Uh, we'll be um we'll actually be releasing our our first ever vinyl um this week I think the end of this week oh uh, nice yeah it's uh, a culmination of the first two EPs that we released songs off those two and yeah it was kind of just like a it's great to have like a physical manifestation of of everything that we've been like working towards up until now and like all of the songs that we've written and everything we've done with each other. And yet yeah, to, to hold that in our, in our hands is, is amazing. And uh, yeah, uh, we don't have record players, me and Keen, but uh, Graham, Graham does. And he has, he has he told has assured us, us that, that the, the product is good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you are going around, are you all going around there for a listening party and then let that uh, needle hit the groove? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to have to. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Okay, so where can the guys get the uh, get the record from then? Is it is it an online exclusive or is it going out into retailers as well? Do you know? Uh, it'll be online, but I think it's I think it's going to be uh, in retailers in Ireland. I'm not sure in the UK. Yeah, no, there will there will be a select couple of uh, stores around the UK. I think where the, where they're being sold, uh, we're going to announce where you can get them physically um, on our Instagram and our Facebook pages and stuff like that. Okay, then. So the guys the need details. to um, they need to be checking the socials then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over the next yeah. coming days. Yeah. Okay, and talking about we we've touched on Ireland, and uh, I'm going to let you tell me what your Town is called again because I said it before. It's a Drahida. Drahida. Or, or so much people from you here call it Drada. Yeah. Drada. Now that's easier. Drada. That's easier. I like that. Yeah. Drada. Yeah. Yeah. We can go with that. Okay. That's it. So exactly. You said it perfectly there. That's it. Nice. That in <laughs> so, what I want to know from you guys and like for our listeners who maybe haven't been there or heard of it, what does coming from there mean to you? and what it represents in terms of its people. I, I think it's kind of, it's made us the band we are in, in ways, like it's kind of informed the actual songs that we've written um, and like what we've written about, like up until, up until recently, every, every song was just about another night that we spent out in Drada with a friend. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, wh- whether it was a good night or a really, really bad night. But um, you got some good pubs. Yeah, I'm, I mean, like we we love Drada. It's like it's no London, it's no Manchester, it's no yeah. Dublin. It's it's a town. But um, and yeah, I suppose being in a band, we've always really, really wanted to get out. Not even of Drada specifically, but just to see the world. And there's always been like that. Yeah, I can understand but, that. Yeah, there's there's been that sort of duality of like like really, really appreciating where we're from and our friends here. And just yeah. wanting to see the rest of the world. It also it grounds you a lot because, like it, you know, there's no there's no time for notions in Drada. You know, like if you walk down the street in a particularly flamboyant outfit, you're going to get <laughs> some looks and you might get some shouts and you might get a little bit of this. So whenever we go away on tour, we go to London and we come back, we're, we're kind of reminded of like, you know, oh yeah. Just is. exactly where you come from. <laughs> yeah. Harry Styles wouldn't make Indrahada. There's no. no one... I, I I would fear for Harry Styles. <laughs> that is the tagline. I love it. Harry Styles would not make it Indrahada. <laughs> <laughs> I he probably would. He probably would. Yeah. He'd be all right. He'd be okay. If he stuck with us, we protect him. Yeah, oh, yes. show him. Show him all the hot spots. Yeah. And is is the Guinness good? It is. Uh, oh. Certain places to avoid, um, but. The majority of the pubs in Drogheda have excellent Guinness. Oh man, I I miss an Irish Guinness because it's yeah. just not the same over here. Not at all. It doesn't come close. <laughs> <laughs> we just did a call earlier on. Um, Barry was talking to a girl from America who said that uh, she wants. She said to avoid all of the Guinness in the entire country, which has <laughs> really upset me. It's like, yeah, no. I had to break it to Keen. I like bourbon and whiskey, so it's going to be grand for me. Keen is an avid Guinness drinker, and he's going to have no fun for a month. Yeah, <laughs> I'm considering not going. Honestly, <laughs> you're going to pull the tour. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can find a nice replacement. Get on that bourbon oh, yeah. train. 
definitely. That's definitely a good idea for me. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's going to happen night one of the tours yeah. going west. <laughs> uh, okay, guys. Well, Ian and Barry, thank you so much for coming on. And I just hope that you have an amazing time when you get out on tour, both in the UK and the US. And good luck with the record. We do have one more tune to play us out with and it's called Ruin Your Night so it, what tune it is I want you guys to introduce it okay um, yeah thanks uh, we're Barry and Keen from Modern Love and uh, this is our single Ruin Your Night I'll try not to listen when you tell me you're sorry. Keep on keeping up this.